Alright. You know what? It's a busy day here in the studio. And we have so much going on this weekend, Dr. Bishop and I. And as a matter of fact, we have someone calling in. And we've been expecting this young lady. Her name is Apostle Bill Howard. And how you doing, ma'am? I know that's a mouthful, right? Yeah, you know what? I'm a little tongue-tied anyway. Thank God for for His grace. Who would know a tongue-tied girl would be on the radio, huh? Amen, amen. I know I have a strange name. A lot of people say, "Oh, how do I, how do you pronounce it?" But yes, you you did it right, Apostle Val Howard. And I am just grateful to be here with you today, Minister Payne. I'm elated that you all found it pertinent to have me on the airwaves. Yes, well, you know, thank you because it's it's so great to have people like yourself to be on the air with us. And tell us a little bit about, because, you know, I know about what you do. I know you manage a lot of different celebrities and, and you have your ministry and you got books. You're just a very busy woman. But tell uh, the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I like to start out with all my interviews saying that I'm a servant of the Lord before anything else. Um, I'm a woman who is learning every day who God has called her to be. I'm learning the many different facets that I didn't know existed until God put me in the position for them to be able to come out. So you were talking to a humble servant who's learning the definition of how God has defined her. Um, I've been blessed in the process to represent and work with a plethora of gospel artists. I've had clients and still do, such as Dietrich Haddon, Todd Delaney, Casey J, who sings that song, Fill Me Up, my Sweetie Pie Baby, Ruth Archer, who sings Counter All Joy, Pastor West Morgan, Brian Courtney Wilson, and just a host of other artists God has allowed me to work with, either in management, booking management, setting up tours, marketing, promotions, or some way be connected to their ministry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's a blessing to be in contact with all of those people. So, you know, and I've seen some of your pictures out there on Facebook. I love how you keep that hair. Oh, yes, thank you. You know, that's something that I had to learn to embrace because, you know, a woman in the industry has to keep her youthful appeal. Mm -hmm. And just in ministry, too, you know, you got to stay relevant to what's happening, you know, especially for the young people that are coming up. So I've had white hair, uh, it started at the age of 12, mm-hmm. and, you know, I used to did not accept my white hair. I said, oh, God, i got to go put a wig on, or i got to go dye it black, or i got to, people can't see me, I don't need them to see me with this white hair. And then one day I was out on the road, I'll never forget it, I was out on the road, and an artist by the name of Euclid Gray, and another artist uh, had a wig on, and they could see the white peeping out under the wig, and they said, V. Pull that wig off and let us see your hair. And at that time, the top was white and the bottom was long and black. And uh, they said, you're masking your beauty. Mm-hmm. And so God told me to stop dying it, stop doing the wigs, because he branded me like that. You know, people know me with that hair. So he taught me how to embrace a blessing. Mm-hmm. Well, you wear well. She snaps you. up. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, now, you, you, I know you, you have what you do business-wise, and then you have your book. And uh, so tell me about your ministry. Well, um, I would define it as one that's global. The Lord has given me a passion and a burden to see 
people all over the globe go from desolation to productivity. Mm -hmm. God has uh, given me a gift to look at people who um, need to birth things and then just go and impart and speak life to them. And so a lot of it entails missions work abroad, you know, taking teams in and doing missions work. And, um, of course, it entails preaching, going out and preaching, however God would want to use me. Um, and then also it entails being apostolic in the music industry and the, or the field of entertainment and set order. Uh, God has given me the assignment to be one of the voices in the entertainment arena that is going to speak order whether or not I lose friends. <laughs> you know, yes. I'm going to say what thus saith the Lord and to command holiness back into that arena because even though it's Christian music or whatever, or it's Christian, you know, it's not, it may not always be as holy as God desires it to be. So I believe God has anointed me during this time to be an instrumental uh, leader in the entertainment arena to help others uh, rise and meet their potential. Yes. Well, now, I know you're an apostle. Mm -hmm. Do you find it difficult or do you find any kind of, uh, what's a good word? Do you find that some of the men in, in the um, spiritual community have a problem with that? They have, female, they have a problem with female pastors, that, let alone apostle. Um, there's been places where I went to preach, even as a pastor. I remember being the only woman preaching on the seven last words in Nashville, Tennessee, where I was a licensed uh, originally as a reverend. And I told the pastor at that time, I said, listen, don't make me first because they'll preach all over top of me. And, you know, because I could feel in the air they weren't with a female pastor. And so after everything was over with, God moved and they saw the anointing on my life. And even the, the older gentlemen who weren't with female pastors, they were like, Dave, you need to keep doing what you're doing. Because what happens is, you know, even after a certain point, when they see that anointing, the anointing destroys that yoke. Mm -hmm. And I may come in an environment, they look at me, you know, I got white bushed out hair or mohawk hair and kind of edgy, but I love God. And so when they see God flowing and that anointing flowing, then no longer, you know, do they question that, if you know what I'm saying. Like, okay, now if I didn't come and handle God's business, that's another thing. But when I come and I'm coming and allowing God to just have his way, speak through me, move through me, you know, that he can move and he has moved on the hearts of men that were totally in opposition against female pastors or leaders. Uh, and there, what, there's a woman in the Bible who was an apostle. You know, People don't do their homework. Well, you know what? We, we, you know, you had an apostle, you had a uh, disciple, a woman that was a disciple. And uh, people don't even think about any of those things. They just feel like we as women are not supposed to do what we do. And sadly, I saw someone on social media, just today even, who was saying that they already have a hard enough time, you know, listening to women and definitely don't want to see one in a pulpit. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Well, that, I would say that church is handicapped because it's not a gender thing. It's an anointing. It is an anointing. The fire of the living God. I, you know, I'd rather go to a child who's anointed to preach or anointed by God and has a pure, holy anointing than to go listen to somebody else who's tainted, polluted, and hasn't studied and doesn't, can't give me a revelatory or some rhema word. So that's what 
what I would call a church that is handicapped, a church that is in bondage, because that church is not allowing the people of God to move in the gifting that God has anointed them to move out in. So therefore, it makes the church handicapped. And it reminds me of a pastor who's insecure in their calling, insecure in their anointing, and then they see someone who's prophetic, but they shut their mouth up. That's what that reminds me of. Mm-hmm. When God sent the prophet, because that's part of the fivefold ministry, so how are you going to shut the prophet down when God said Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors. You, you see what I'm saying? I do. So I look at that as a handicapped situation that will never see the fullness of the glory of God manifest in that house because man's ideology has superseded the Holy Spirit and the wind of God at that point. But we become so giant that we're going to tell God who he can use, then that's the mindset of the adversary. Yes. Yeah. You know, we're going to have to move from being, you being an interviewee for you coming back to be a, a studio guest as one of our studio pastors. We're going to have to throw a spiritual topic at you and bring you back. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, my co-host has some questions. Well, my question for you, I can definitely tell that you are a woman of great faith and great my question is to you with so much going on for as you know ministry uh, you got your books going on you have the music industry and you know just different various of things that God is using you for what keeps you rooted and grounded and the reason I answer is because you see, you see so many people you know they get excited by one book and they feel like they have arrived or, okay. you know, they go preach at one place and they on this platform and feel like, well, I made it. What keeps you as the apostle rooted and grounded in the midst of all of that? Well, I don't believe the height. Because okay. I know just as quick as you can rise up, pride can cause you to be destructive and fall. And um, I try to take myself out of the situation and just say what I am, a vessel. That's all I am. I'm just a vessel that God can flow through, a vessel that doesn't want to be yoked up or tied up with respect to my own flesh or my own mindset. So that's what keeps me really great. I've been through too much to get out of line. I mean, I've had some crazy obstacles I've overcome, cancer falling out of me, you know, cars burning up and I put out the fire before they blew up. You know, I can just go on and on and on with testimony. So at times I used to walk the streets with pimps, you know, and used to go get drugs and bring them back to my medical school in the midst of a Puerto Rican drug raid. I would sit in the car and crawl out the car to get the dope. And in my ignorance, God spared me. So I think about those type of things and the hype about being around a celebrity doesn't faze me because I know they have to answer to God at the end of the day as well. And I always ask God, keep me this way, because I know God has governed me to be a very wealthy, well-to-do woman and has put me among great people. And I've always said to God, keep me with a state of humility, because if I'm that humble, God, I can't serve you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got focus, and, uh, and that's it. Maintaining focus through everything, no matter what God puts in front of you, that's the key. Yeah. And I don't let anybody make me their God. Mm-hmm. I refuse to. You know, I never would have put myself before God. You know, a lot of times pastors, you know, we have people who, I'm a best, we have all these different people who work with us and everything else, but I'm not their God. 
you know, I'm just a person that God is using to impart them, to speak life over their gifting and their anointing and to show them and lead them and to bring that word to them. But I'm not their God. And I'm very, very careful with that. Hmm. I don't want anybody to idolize me and make me their God. You know, and I, and I like that, too, because, you know, you, you're helping people keep the right perspective. That's important. That's important because this industry we're in can sit you up. That spirit of deception that makes you think you're greater than you really are can manipulate you and wrap itself around you, and then you lose your anointing. And I can't live without God's anointing and presence and glory in my life. I just can't do it. You know, maybe somebody else can do it. I can't do it. I was having a conversation with God just yesterday, and he said to me, he woke me up in the middle of the night to pray, and he said to me, I need you to remember that your success is in me. you got to seek me for your success. And this may sound harsh, but God said it to me. He said, that's the only way you're going to get it and maintain it. He told me that. Mm-hmm. He said, you're not one of the ones like some of these other ones out here that got it, but they're not seeking me. He said, your success lies in me. Amen. Amen. And you know what? And that's, that's huge. Because a lot of times we can have a moment where you have so much coming at you that you'd be like, okay, God, why am I continuing to, to move along this path? But our success do lies in who he is. Amen. Amen. That's right. And when you, when you know that, then you know why you're doing it. You know that you're just on an assignment, mm-hmm. that you are appointed. You know, I was telling somebody... Uh, in the uh, guy has had me on this, you know, ASAP kick. And the, I've been on this for a couple of weeks. I was talking to one of the artists I represent by the name of Todd Delaney. Um, he sings the song, Pulling Me Through. Mm-hmm. Very deep, deep brother. Very much into his word, fast and prayer. Loves God. Just absolutely loves God. He's on um, E1 Gospel Records. Mm-hmm. And he and I were talking, and I was saying that God keeps speaking to me about ASAP appointed singers. And uh, that these singers that God has entrusted with these records and albums and this and greatness, that he is looking for singers that have been appointed. And he took me to Second Chronicles in 20. And uh, when Jehoshaphat went to God about the battle against Amon and the Moabites, and he had to come back and consult with the people, and he appointed singers to go out. And when those singers went out and they released the sound, the, uh, the, the, the people that they were to battle were confounded. And they had already Amen. among themselves. So all they had to do was come and pick up their stuff hmm. from the enemies who lied dead. All the spoil, all the wealth, all the riches. So some of the singers don't understand how important they are. That when they are appointed for the job, for the assignment, that they will confound the enemy. And all the church has to do, the army of God has to do, is go behind them and get their stuff. And see, this is why even in some of our churches, we aren't as successful as we should be because the singers are not appointed. Amen. They may be talented. Yes. They may not be appointed or anointed Mm -hmm. for God. Amen. Because they aren't appointed, they cause opposition for the past. Yes. Because they don't know how to set the the, the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. The enemy is confounded. You understand? Yes, I do. The pastor got to deal with all this hell because the singers are talented. And they forgot that they got to stay in the glory to yes. be anointed and to be appointed, and they're flowing out of a gift. That yes. 
talent. Mm. And so God is looking in this hour for some singers that are going to release a heavenly yes. sound. Mm-hmm. That is anointed yes. and appointed. Mm-hmm. So the enemy is already beat down before we even step on the scene. So this is something God has told me to share with these up-and-coming singers or even the ones that are already out there like Todd who want to hear what, the, what God is speaking to the singers in this hour. Yes. So I wanted to share that with you all because I don't know who's listening. Oh, they need to hear that. Yes. Who, you know, who's an aspiring singer, who's trying to get out there and get their name in light. You know, all that stuff is irrelevant mm-hmm. about your name being in light. You better worry about your name being in the book. That's Amen. Right. So God, is, he, he needs those type of singers in this hour, in the industry. He doesn't need nobody just looking for another record deal. They need somebody who understands his purpose. They don't need, he doesn't need anybody else running behind fame. Right. He needs somebody that understands that it's a gift that they ought to use for their destiny and their calling and there's an assignment everywhere they go where they shouldn't go. Amen. And see, you know what? And I thank God that you are in the place that you are to deal with those type of artists because they need to hear that because what you're saying is keeping them grounded. That's part of my role. Remember I said I'm an apostle in the entertainment Amen. That order. Amen. It's not an easy assignment because it goes against the grain at times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've been through enough, had enough scars that God has healed me from where I really don't care if the grain doesn't like it. I really don't. I'm trying to get to heaven and fulfill what God has called me to do. So Amen. He has given me favor mm-hmm. in this arena. So I can't take that favor lightly. Yes. And I have to tell God, God, please, even now if we're talking and doing this interview, I, God is speaking through me. I don't, I don't, I didn't know what I was going to say. I dedicated my tongue over to God. Mm-hmm. So even in whatever I'm doing in this entertainment arena, I have to dedicate my whole body, all my faculties over to Him. <laughs> you know what? I had a surprise for you all. Mm-hmm. Um, I told one of my artists, I said, listen, if they down, I told them I was just talking to them. I told them, we only got a few more minutes. You got time to call him, call him. Because you know how to click them in. Because yes. I, said, I, I said, man of God, I really, I really just want them to hear you. Um, he gave up playing pro baseball yes, to, uh, to sing. Mm-hmm. And walked away from six digits. And he has a new album coming out soon on E1 Gospel. But he has such a pure heart. And I said, I, I, I just felt led. Let me see if I can connect him. Go ahead. While I'm doing that, I want to give a shout-out to Minister Tara. Minister Tara, God bless me with Minister Tara. It's just amazing how we met us. We met because she booked one of my artists at her church, Dietrich and Todd, years ago. Mm-hmm. And then God connected us. And she's part of the prayer team that I have. And she works closely with me as my, I needed somebody to be my assistant, me to you pray for me, intercede for me, keep me in order, help me with my schedule and all of that. And that's what Minister Tyler does with me because I was lacking in that area, you know, and I was double booking myself, triple booking myself. And she is such a, she's such a sweet person. Yeah, she is. She's a Southern Belle. I tell her she's country all the time. She's a Southern Belle. And she's well, now, a wait a minute, Apostle. Yeah, you know, we, we're kind of country now.
Yes, we're going to definitely do that. And for our listening audience, you guys, stand by. We're going to try to see if we can get them on before we leave out of here. And you are in the zone. This is T-Pain, and we'll be back in just a moment. All right, well, we are back. So you got them on the line. Yes, I'm so excited to have him. But this is Ty Delaney, and uh, he, he's just a man of God, awesome man of God. Well, hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these celebrities just popping out all over the world. God is good. Hey. <laughs> hey, how you doing today? Not, not bad. How are you doing? And thank you for the music that you're putting out and keeping it godly and holy for us. Praise God. Praise God. That's the only way to go. <laughs> And I know that you are cooking out and grilling, and I, I, you know, thanks for, you know, for taking a moment to talk to us here. You got any words of inspiration that you want to say to our listening audience before we cut out of here? Definitely. Um, I, I just want to say that um, that living um, for, for God right now is the thing to do. I know that it looks like in the world that people that do whatever it is that they desire to do. Um, are getting ahead, but I believe right now that God is getting ready to shake the world up with people that are on their knees for Him, and um, He's about to just turn everything around. I, I know that it looks like I'm telling you, even in the entertainment world, they put out all of this foolishness, this mess, and they feed it to us every week, but I'm telling you, God is sitting back and He's watching and He's getting ready to shake the nation up with people that are worshiping Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Listen, we're about to cut out of here. Mr. Todd, we got to have you come back and talk to us a little bit more. Apostle Howard, I appreciate you. We definitely will have you back on a spiritual tip and talk more about your book. And that's all the time we have. But we will be talking to you guys again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Minister Payne. All right. Well, you guys, there you heard it. We are... Kind of blessed there, right, Doc? Yes, very blessed. Very, very very blessed. And uh, and we are, God is doing great things with His own radio ministries and blessing us to be able to have big people to come in that you guys can hear and listen to. And the Apostle Howard is the truth. Listen, that's all the time we have. You have been in the zone. This is Straight Talk for Christians. And we don't end a broadcast without saying, believe, act, and follow your destiny. And until next time, everyone everywhere. You have been listening to Design Radio Ministries, a Miller, Georgia media production. Follow Minister T-Pain and Dot Bishop on Facebook at Design Radio. Also, listen to WBGA Design Gospel Radio Station online daily at www.designradio.fm. Again, that's www.designradio.fm.